There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. October 20th, 2020. Celebrating and making brandied fruit. The correct side dishes with barbecue. Gratitude snowballs. And if you were a witch, who would it be? Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hello. Good day. How are you? I ask tentatively. I am in good spirits and poor health. <laughs> okay, good. I've had a yesterday, well, Sunday, we record on Monday, the Tuesday show, right? Yeah. So as I'm speaking, I'm referencing for us what was yesterday, Sunday, late afternoon, all of my symptoms just came back in rage mode and... Man, cold rage mode. Yeah. So I'm... I'm feeling pretty drained, I'm feeling pretty exhausted, and may or may not have to have multiple editing cuts to take care of the snot factory that is my face. Snot factory does not make for good audio. I'm it's not true. an expert. The, the snorting and the hacking and all of that, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a crowd, there's probably a genre for it, perhaps even a fetish circle. <laughs> it's just not, that's not what I'm into. It's not who I'm trying to talk with. <laughs> that is some dark web stuff right there. Indeed. Well, today is October 20, 2020. So it's 10, 20, 2020. That's a good date. 10, 20, 2020. It is Feels a good, good date. To today is... National Brandied Fruit Day. I'm interested. Tell me more. I was too. When I read it, I skipped over some other faux holidays that probably would have been far more responsible to discuss. Mm -hmm. But this sounded a lot better. Uh, brandied fruit, which you could eat plain, certainly. Uh, but it does seem most often to be paired with whipped cream or ice cream, mm. things like that. I can only imagine how delightful it would be with a good, strong coffee. Oh, heck. Maybe even yes. in the coffee and eat Ooh. the fruit at the end. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. 
So it's super, it's super easy yeah. to make it, but it is time consuming. Okay. This is the downside to it. Mm -hmm. uh, you would take whatever fruit you would desire. You want to get it peeled, which you may have to blanch it or something to do that right. Uh, but you want to get it peeled. You want to cut it into bite-sized pieces. And then you want to take a container, fill it halfway full of brandy, put all of your fruit in there. And then for every one cup of fruit that you've put in there, you want to add one-sixth cup of sugar. And then sit it in a dark place for two months. Okay. That's roughly how long it takes for, for the fruit to cure in there. Okay. So like in the back of your pantry kind of dark place, not in the refrigerator or the freezer. Right. Or where the sun it, don't shine or any other. Okay. Right. No, you just, yeah. In, that weird in, a, in a cabinet. Yeah. Yes. That one. The, <laughs> the warming drawer where the all of the drawer. Legos and Crayolas get stored at our house. Yes. Okay, so it sits for two months. So you could do this right now today, October 20th, and have it ready in time for your Christmas holiday. Yes, in fact, that's probably a great idea. Maybe even, maybe even doing several little jars of that and having some easy gifts. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would guess if you're adventurous, some people aren't, and that's fine. Some people are like, show me the recipe. I need everything measured out exactly and don't give me that pinch of this garbage. I need a measurement. That's fine. Some people are good, loose, fine, few details. I'll figure it out. And then there is that small group on the other bleeding edge that says, you tell me whatever you want. I'm doing it my own way. <laughs> the rebels. The rebels. This, yes. So if you have a little rebel in you, uh -huh. which I tend to when it comes oh, to cooking. Yeah, that's for sure. You could use any type of liquor mm -hmm. and it could be, you know, a brandy, uh, by definition, brandy is distilled from a fruit alcohol. So it could be from a wine of whatever, grape, mm -hmm. watermelon, mm -hmm. apples. It, it literally brandy can be distilled from any fruit okay. alcoholic beverage. I did not realize that. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know that I've ever had brandy. Probably not knowingly, but you do drink like a fish. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Are you? It's, it's not something that we've typically picked. Just, yeah. Um, but in that being said, I was thinking you could do this with bourbon and apples and maybe even sub oh, some of the white sugar for brown sugar. There's, yeah. there's probably innumerable ways uh -huh. to do this yeah and if you have any guilt over finding creative ways to include more alcohol in your life just tell everybody look we've taken a very we've taken a very historic look at things this is how we choose to preserve our fruit from the harvest <laughs> from the harvest yes. so in your in your research did you come across any pointers on like is there a particular kind of fruit that does well with being brandied or is it just like literally any kind of fruit i would i would guess i didn't i didn't read an exact list but thinking through uh i would bet if you've got good access to some good uh dark cherries okay i do think uh i do think apples and uh -huh. for whatever reason i just really gravitate towards the idea of a granny smith so a little okay. bit of a sour uh -huh. sweet with the yeah you're adding sugar, so it's not like you need to go in with 
whatever the most genetically modified sweet apple is that you can find. Sure, sure, sure. What about pears? I would think pears would be excellent. Okay. Um, I bet apricots and peaches would both be delightful. Yeah, those are out of season now, but those, right. if you can get it together for next summer, yeah. that yeah. would be a great way to do it. I'm guessing bananas would not hold up well. No, that feels real mushy. Yeah, if you want to do a boozy banana, do your bananas foster or whatever. Yeah, bananas en flambe. A little faster, right, mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah, and, and I thought interesting too, and I just kind of noticed this as an afterthought when I'd gone through all this. Um, it's it's interesting how many times a dish, a a course, a whatever is made, incorporating parts of itself back to it. Yeah, we talked yesterday about uh, seafood bisque. bisque, and that you're. You're keeping all the juices, mm. and that's what's going to form the base of your broth that you add cream to and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and here you're taking a, granted it's a fermented and distilled is what you know brandy is, but coming from fruit and then yeah. reintroducing it back to the fruit again. Yes. It's an interesting concept. It is an interesting concept. So happy National Brandied Fruit Day, everyone. Sounds amazing. Indeed. You caught me in the middle of a sip of coffee there and an eye twitch. I'm not winking at people, I promise. It's part of this wonderful sinus thing. Indeed. Okay. Well, speaking of food mm -hmm. and its preparation and uh, the controversial elements. Yes. We have cuisine. not had a good... I don't feel like we've had a really good controversy since the mayonnaise on hot dogs debate. <laughs> That was way back in the, the early developments of, of this show. It was. It was in the early developments, that's for sure. So in our Sort of Awesome Hangout group on Facebook, one of our awesomes, who is truly a superstar, Sarah, started a conversation about what are the sides that you think should go with a barbecue, that she was appalled, I think, by the idea of serving of plain bread. white bread. Yeah. Yeah. And... You know, to make it clear, and we maybe didn't actually round out the conversation fully enough. It's not just bread. It's, it's just that bread is going hey, to be there. On sliced bread is a redneck's dinner roll. <laughs> but there's also definitely going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. some potato salad. Some Sometimes you're going to get some coleslaw. Coleslaw in the mix. And potato salad is wonderfully varied by yes. where you're at, what kind of spices, whether it's served hot or cold. Sure. If it's mayonnaise or mustard based, all the things. Here's a secret that like not many people have gotten to experience about Kyle. Is that you make a lot of delicious food, but probably... One of my very favorite things, like top three of all the things you've ever made, is your German potato salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a meal in and of itself. It is, and it is a it is more of an investment than the main course often. It, it takes so long, yeah. which is why you make it like once every two to three years. Well, <laughs> I made it more frequently when we were eating more potatoes. To yes, be that's, fair. that is true. That is true. Oh my gosh, it has bacon in it. Of course, it, the potatoes are thick and chunky. Onions and yeah. a ton of stone ground brown mustard. Um, yeah, just all the things. Oh all the things. Gosh, you, you can eat it hot. You can eat it cold. 
Ugh, I could really. It's got a little bit of heat to it. Right oh yeah. Because it's got and it's got horseradish and mm -hmm. all kinds of goodness in it. That's I'll have to dig around. Yeah. And maybe one of these days, it's it's more of a cool. I'm sorry, more of a warm weather dish. So yes. Yeah. Maybe as we turn to spring this next go around, we'll do a. Yeah. An episode where we really delve into okay. the finery. But I just thought it was so funny because she actually started a poll in the mm -hmm. group. Mm -hmm. And the last time I looked at it, there were like 20 choices of what people could choose. Of wow. like, what do you think of as the quintessential so what, barbecue if, side? If you're walking in, and I know we kind of did what we think of yeah. in this last meal, but... Just as you look across your history of barbecue eating, mm -hmm. what what things would you identify and say, oh yes, that please? Like if I'm if I'm pulling up to a barbecue spread, what am I gonna expect to see or what do I want to see? Both. Well, I want to see a good potato salad. Okay. And I don't mean a supermarket deli one. I like a good homemade potato salad. Mm -hmm. I expect that there's gonna be coleslaw. I don't super love coleslaw. I have to be in the mood for it, but I expect right. that it will be there. I definitely expect there will be some baked beans. Now, yep. these could range anything from a jar from the supermarket, not a jar, can, mm -hmm. canned baked beans. Metal jar. Yes, uh, that's yeah. what some people do call cans or the metal jars. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which beats the heck out of a glass can. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you're gonna, you're gonna find those baked beans. They do not even have to be like traditionally like baked, actual baked beans. Right. They can be straight from the can. Those baked beans are going to be sweet for sure. Oh yes. Tons of, of brown sugar, perhaps molasses. I know people who will open a can of already sweetened baked beans and then add brown sugar oh, to that. Oh gosh. Wow. Um, those people are my family. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you're going to find some bacon on the baked beans sometimes. In and on. Both. In and on. A lot of people will buy canned beans, add ingredients. They'll cook bacon, chop it up, mix it in, but then also lay solid strips of bacon across it and bake it like a casserole. Yes, exactly. So it looks like it's like a little bit of a cheat, you know, it looks like yep, you yep. spent a lot of time. Which is fine. Yeah, totally. Um, so I expect there's going to be a couple of bags of sunbeam white bread yep. still in the bag and then... Like you said, the sliced onions. Yep, 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 yep. Some yep. pickles. Sometimes a sliced pepper in there. Raw also. Yep. yep. Um, lots of pickled vegetables that mm -hmm. show up in there. Mm -hmm. I I don't I've not seen this often, but I've always been a fan when I do find it, is the deviled egg. <gasps> oh, which I love is the deviled egg. Honestly, it's a single serving potato salad without potatoes. <laughs> right? Yes. Because every good potato salad I think has egg in it as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what am I leaving out? Oh, uh, so green beans. Okay, that's what we did, yes. Which we did this go around. Mm -hmm. That's good there. Um, I had a couple, and now I'm drawing a blank. Let me zip through here in my mind. Try to go back to a church potluck. No. Go, that's go a, back to... No. Go back don't, to... Don't eat that. The Clarendons brought that. They live like animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Um, go back in your mind to when you were coaching football and the quintessential the like gathering biggest, the biggest was potato salad because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a huge filler yes um my goodness i'm drawing a blank okay well 
maybe you'll think of the it. The potato salad is the big one. And I don't feel like if you are from, or you claim to be a Texan or an Oklahoman, and you've never been at a barbecue buffet where you came back and all the meat was gone, you were still hungry, and so you made yourself a potato salad sandwich. If you've never done that, you're probably not a Texan or an Oklahoman. <laughs> That's what the white bread is there for. That's right. It's the last resort, those two pieces. It's all that's left. Yep. Maybe you might be able to get a little bit of, not actual baked beans, Just but the, the juice. juice. <laughs> get that in there? Yep. Totally, yes. Yeah, and then of course you're gonna have pitchers set up with some iced tea. And sweet tea is pivotal. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. But of course the meat is what it's about. Right, right. And of course then some of the discussion in that thread was about if barbecue is simply a style of, or a preparation of meat, mm -hmm. or, you know, because then you get into the whole thing about like, well, it's about the sauce, it's about the this or that, and. I would, I would have argued differently yeah. at a different stage in life, um, but I think at this point it's the cooking method yeah. that most cleanly defines it because there is such a, a wide world of choices for treatments. Right. And because most recently we've actually figured out that we, we've really enjoyed both brisket and ribs that have nothing more than salt and garlic as a prep. And yes. in the past... I had a brisket rub that took a, at least an hour to make the rub mm -hmm. itself. It had so many different ingredients that all required preparation. Perhaps. And uh, so I'd keep a giant baggie of that. And then every time I got low, I was, I'd quit cooking barbecue because I didn't <laughs> want to make the freaking rub again. Also, here's an interesting thing. What, what we call grilling, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. different parts of the country and different parts of the world would call a barbecue. So... When if somebody says come over, we'll have a barbecue. Right. Depending on where you live, that's going to mean different things. Someone might say come over, we'll have a barbecue, and they're grilling burgers on their grill. Right. Like, we would not call that a barbecue. No, that's grilling. I think to me, I would I would define the difference in the two, and this is where there'd be some muddy area. Yeah. But the difference between the two has to do with the whether you're high heat, low heat, fast, slow, okay. and the cooking. Now you get you get some weird things uh, that muddy. That translation, mm -hmm. like when people are grilling chicken, oftentimes they lean towards a lower heat, longer time frame, which is getting into mm -hmm. barbecue land. Yeah. Barbecue almost uh, synonymous in some instances with smoking. Right. Things. Exactly. Yes. So. Yeah. Why you choose to eat chicken when you could have beef or pork? Hey, I don't know, but I'm not judging. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you're not judging. Yes. Just don't. Cook that and invite me over and think you're really going to knock my socks off. Well, you better have some good potato salad to go with it. So or I can bring a potato, potato salad. But if I go to all the trouble and bring potato salad and all you serve me is chicken, we're not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> Simple as that. You've all been warned. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Well, you've got to... Before we jump into this next part, um, we are going to wrap up this episode with a quiz to determine by the by the candy choices that you make what famous witch you are all right this is straight from buzzfeed okay and so for those of you who are thinking oh this episode's starting to suck why do i ever listen to this show i've got better things to do with my life well <laughs> 
that's going to be at the end and it's pretty good. So maybe you just want to skip ahead, but we're going to talk about more good things in between. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So I want to talk about a gratitude snowball. Okay. Is that some new special flavor at the snow cone stand? It is. It is. You know, the times have been tough for snowball stands this year. So, so now it's like... just, here's some ice and gratitude. Thanks for buying it, you animal. <laughs> yes, that's it. I sat it next to where we used to have sugar before the rationing hit. Are we in the apocalypse now? Pretty much. Okay. It's a soft apocalypse. It's a soft apocalypse. A soft apocalypse. <laughs> That's, that's what folks on the street are calling it. I just repeat what I hear. Because mm -hmm. you're out on the street so much. I am. I try, to, I try to really keep a finger on the pulse of what's going on in the world. <laughs> okay. Um, but truly, I know we keep talking about this. I feel like maybe I think we keep talking about this because you and I talk about this off camera, off mic so much. Constantly because it's such a major, major thing for us. It's such a revelation. I cannot believe, I cannot believe how powerful it is. And so I can't help but to keep talking about it. Yeah. So the concept of gratitude, this goes back to our, I think some of our first eye openers to this. For me, it started with reading Jim Sincero's You Are a Badass. Yes. And then that led us down the path to uh, our bit friend, Wallace Big D. Big D Waddles. Waddles uh, with The Science of Getting Rich in his chapter on gratitude. And I, now I feel like my eyes have truly been open to it so much that it's kind of everywhere. Yes. And as I mentioned on our last episode, something that has been so powerful for me is recognizing that once I get into the avalanche of negative emotions and feeling like whatever the thing is, fill in the blank, discouraged, disillusioned, angry, frustrated, like I don't have to live in that landslide. I was really living back in the dis words. Like okay. Disheveled. <laughs> disenfranchised. Dis disenfranchised. Disambiguous. Um, Discombobulated. Distilled. Discombobulated, that's a wonderful word. I like that a lot. And it even fits in what we're talking about. Yes. But this practice of gratitude. Now listen, I have heard, read, seen online and in person people teaching for years. Like it's so important to practice. Disingenuous. Gratitude. Sorry, I can't get I can't leave it alone. That's anymore. I'm ruined for the rest of this episode. Okay. If I ever was worth having along. Well, you're about to tell a story, so you better get tuned back into the game. Here. Disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> Disagreeing. I'll wait. <laughs> it won't. It won't matter, baby. You know <laughs> how my brain works. I'll try to hold them in, though. Okay. Um. Disemboweled. Oh my God! What is wrong with you? You married me this way. <laughs> you can't act like you're surprised. Okay, let's get back here. Let's let's meet together back here in this conversation. Stop making it so disassembled. <laughs> nope, I feel like there's more. I can see it in your eyes. I'll, I can't. I'll try to hold it in. Okay. Kind okay. of, kind of. So you would, I would see here teaching like how important it is to have gratitude, keep a gratitude journal, practice mm -hmm. gratitude. 
And I had such a shallow understanding of what people were saying. Like, I guess maybe just in a sense, I wasn't ready to hear it or receive it, I guess. I don't know what the breakthrough was this time for me to really fully get it. And I think that's why I can't stop talking about it because I'm like, I can't believe this has been right in front of my eyeballs this whole time. But to me, I thought that the practice of gratitude in all things was like, if you're having, let's just say like, if you walk outside to start your car and your battery's dead, mm-hmm. that the antidote for the frustration, anger, whatever of that moment is to be like, oh, thank you, God, that my car battery is dead. And that felt so disingenuous. I'm sorry. That was actually, I had to. Damn it. I was hanging on to that one. I was waiting. (laughs) That was like the crown jewel on all of the diss words. You just robbed me of my joy. (laughs) Well, start practicing some gratitude. In reality, though, I offer you, I won't actually give you a high five. I don't. I won't get my hand germs from wiping my nose on you, but that was solid. Good work. Okay. But truly, it felt so disingenuous to try to be like, thank you, God. I'm so glad this morning when I'm trying to get out the door that I walk out and my car battery is dead. It just felt like, what the hell is this supposed to do? It would make me even angrier to think about how I was supposed to be grateful in that moment. It's, It's, if I may, dishonest. Okay. Yes. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I got to sneak one in there and it was accepted. It was highly acceptable. Let me offer a silly story. Okay. And I say silly because it seems so silly now. It's actually a very tragic story. Yes, it is. Um, And I hesitate to share too many details for the 0.01 people that actually know me in my history and people that I knew, but I'll I'll give portions of it here. I I knew a young man uh, who very tragically was discovered he had a brain tumor, uh, lived a few more years, and then passed away. And the family, the family would have, they were immersed in the same kind of religion and spirituality that, that I grew up in. And this idea of exactly what, what you just talked about with the car battery situation, where real gratitude is being appreciative for the terrible thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the moment. And there was, uh, I cannot recall now, I don't think it was at the funeral proper, but it was one of the events surrounding it where where people had gathered. And they're trying, bless their hearts, they're trying their best. How, How would you survive that, seeing your dear young child pass away and all the unfairness of... Yes. How that seemed and everything else. And that one of them tearfully and, and choked up had made the statement um, and awkwardly as well, awkwardly worded that they were they were grateful that their son had died. Mm-hmm. Uh, grateful to God that their son had died. And that's such a it's such a bad interpretation. And yet it's the one that we all lived under. Yes. In terms of what gratitude is. And I think especially as I've listened then to you talk in these recent weeks as we've gone through this, it's not, am I, it sounds like what you've said ultimately is that you've finally learned the correct definition mm-hmm. of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yes. And where, what it is that you are, what, what you're looking at as you, what, what inspires the gratitude. Mm-hmm. 
So taking it down to the most granular sense for me has been so helpful and so transformative. So in the case of the dead car battery, to be able to stop in those moments to look and say, okay, what, because for me, it's a grounding exercise. What can I, what is there still that I, that's concrete that I can latch onto that I'm grateful for? Like, yes, a dead car battery is an inconvenience, but I live in a city where um, I have access to mechanics and I'm thankful for the work of mechanics that they yeah. can, you know, do this. I'm thankful that I have a flexible job and you have a flexible job. So if we need to transport vehicle, you know, I'm thankful for a husband who knows how to jump a car and we can get it to the place. Like from a dead sprint, I can jump over the van. Not bragging, just saying. What's, is that not the right phrase? Jump start it? It, it is it is correct, okay. but it has a it's a double meaning, and I just <laughs> wanted to clarify for everyone that you were speaking of my athletic prowess. Yes, exactly. It's very helpful when car batteries die that you can do that. It helps work out the rage. You spend some energy, <laughs> jump over the van a few times, tear your shirt off and scream, and then you're good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then, you know, and then it just kind of snowballs from there as you do think about like in this moment, as much as it's agitating, it kind of ties back to what I was saying yesterday about the maybe concept. Like maybe I can still find something that is worthy of gratitude here. Mm -hmm. And I have found for myself now, I've been practicing it on this granular level so often that now that is starting to trigger for me a reminder of the abundance that still exists in that moment. So allowing myself the permission to think like maybe even though this is an inconvenience, maybe things are still <clears throat> maybe things will still work out for my schedule today. Maybe this won't be quite as much of a, a wrench in the day as I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And it uh, kind of Tapping back into the idea of even in the midst of this that I was not expecting, I don't like, and I'm not happy about it, that there are still these threads that are that are being woven together that I can still say, well, I am thankful for this. Now, it does take practice mm -hmm. because there are definitely still moments like last night, Nico did not want to sleep. So much apart from me. He kind of even just wanted, he, he was not interested in not crying. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So as I sometimes do, I just packed him up and we just made a little pallet downstairs. And I was like so annoyed because this was the leading up to it. Eventually I did just give him some medicine and that actually helped. But in the lead up to it, it was pretty frequent from the time he had laid down for bed, the wake ups. And... I was getting pretty annoyed, but even being able to stop in the midst of that, in the midst of my annoyance and be like, you know what? First of all, I'm thankful for Nico, man. He's yeah. a sweet boy. And yeah. I know he is teething, fill in the blank, whatever that's going on with him. I'm thankful that we have this house that the heater was running last night because it got cold. I'm thankful for the peace and quiet. I can watch on YouTube while I fall asleep, whatever I want to watch. I mean, just like piecing together these little moments and it is so transformative in my heart and my spirit as I begin to practice that. And I don't feel like I have to say, I'm so thankful that Nico is right. waking up every 30 minutes tonight. Right. Right. 
if I can remember all three, because I think I like twos because I can remember two things. Okay, sure. And then I forget the third, but yeah. I'll, I'll try to remember all three. I'm sure I'll have to pause and come back to one later. Um, I think one of the one of the perspectives that helps matter, helps make a difference, it does matter, rather, it helps make a difference, is when you can, especially if you're a religious person, spiritual person, is to maybe assign the benefit of the doubt. Yes. And say this isn't God or cosmic forces or whatever necessarily out to get me. Right. It's not someone or something purposefully intervene, intervening to screw me over. Right. Um, and hand in hand with that to recognize there's quite simply being alive means that there's going to be moments of suffering and inconvenience. Mm. That's part of the gig. Mm-hmm. And so to recognize those as they come along to to give some credit to God for us, as we would look at it, say, no, actually, he, he does intend. And as we've mentioned recently, um, things kind of always seem to work out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel like it in the moment, but things do tend to work out for us. Right. Um, and then, yes, the third piece, which I think ties some of this together well, is appreciating if you are Christian uh, by definition, you you expect some type of relationship with God. Yeah. And for any relationship to work requires honesty. Oh, yes. And so yeah. if you're going to go bring this bullshit version of gratitude and offer that up, well, good. What a, what a good buddy you are. Thanks. Right. Oh, you're thankful for that. Aren't you the stalwart of truth and morality, <laughs> you liar. Yeah. Get that garbage out of here. Right. Um, but to be honest, and so I had I had a prayerful conversation this morning. I like said my, my symptoms kicked in yesterday afternoon, increasing as the evening went on. I woke up feeling like warmed over mess. And Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. To be able to have an honest conversation and say, I'm not a fan of this. I don't like it. I uh, don't enjoy it. But at the same time, you know, just like you'd mentioned, to look around and see, well, man, it's awfully nice that I don't have to go try to put on a suit and go into an office somewhere today. My circumstances are fantastic to deal with this. I can put on my comfy sweatpants, whatever that we do have a fully stocked medicine cabinet. And even if we did not, we have two pharmacies within a mile and a half mm-hmm. of our home uh, to maybe even three. Mm-hmm. There's there's a way to go get 
things that were created before I needed them, that were created, manufactured, and brought nearby. That, That all of this is in place because the promise from God was never to remove all inconvenience and suffering, but that everything I need is here, that food is available and ready and just on and on and on. And then to imagine as well that, look, if in some instances, I would imagine some of the, the pharmaceutical discoveries made that we enjoy today were before I was even born. Right, yeah. What, what all else has God created for my benefit before I was even present? How many years ago did he put into action all of the things that I would one day use to have a better blessed life with exactly. um, to not have to worry about us or one of the kids dying of consumption mm-hmm. in the night because God has continued to create and provide yes. and send things. And so while I did not feel physically better, I was in a lot better place spiritually also not, you know, wasn't taking the perspective of gee, you know, thanks God for, making me sick again. I was already sick and you made me sick again. That's you're twice taming me. (laughs) Yes. I think that that is so valuable. And, um, can I throw one more thing on top? Please do. Yes. This ultimately then this perspective of gratitude and what it does to us, what it shapes us for, what it makes us available to then if instead of, of, searching to find that place of gratitude. If instead I want to stay really focused on being pissed off in the moment, then I'm not going to have the vision to see the things I need around that are there to help me in the situation that I'm in. So that situation will get worse. That is a very good insight. And if it's, if it paints it in, in an easier to see picture, imagine somebody that's having a true anger, explosion, and freak out, well, they aren't tuned into anything other than their complete and utter loss of shit mm-hmm. in that moment. Right. So how could they be aware of, yeah. of whatever else? Or, yeah. yeah, a million examples that apply to that. So it's, it's like you taking the initiative to talk yourself down mm-hmm. in that moment means that not only... You know, not only are you not in that bad place, but the actual thing that will save you, you can see it. Yes. Because you're not lost. That is so valuable. And I'm so glad that you brought that into the conversation because I don't want anyone to perceive us as saying like, stuff down your bad feelings. No. Or bad feelings are bad or whatever. That all of us, God created every single person with emotions, and we have a variety of emotions. I mean, bad feelings are bad, but they're not bad to have them. They're right, bad to I mean. hang on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, the, yes, we're not it's sitting in judgment at, uh, at all. Because like you were saying, right. in your prayer this morning, you were like, I am not thrilled that I'm still right. dealing with this. Gratitude, you might even look at it as a means of soft self-confrontation. It's just you and you. Talking about the bullshit that's bothering you. Right. You don't have to worry that you're going to reject what you suggest because it's you, dang it. Yeah, that's right. And so, yeah. I like that. And it is. It's a matter of, yes, all of us are going to experience suffering, hardship, disappointments. We're going to have emotional reactions to that. And those are good. Mm -hmm. Those are good. Some of the reading I was doing this morning um, was talking about 
recognizing your emotions, giving yourself permission to feel them, assigning them validity. They are there for a reason. You're not crazy, right. especially when you feel crazy. Yeah. Those are emotions that are telling you something. Take some time with them. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you're crazy. We both know that. <laughs> crazy like a fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. Gratitude snowballs. Been thinking about it. It's good stuff. I'm, I look forward to more conversations around these things. I do too. Which in and of itself is gratitude. It is. I am. I'm, I'm tremendously gratitude for this time in life where we are not babes any longer. And you would assume that these old dogs might not be able to learn a new trick. That we've gone through an amount of mental, spiritual, even physical growth in these last few months that's a bit astounding. I think perhaps the grandest degree in each field of all of our lifetimes. And I'm genuinely... I'm... All the lifetimes? How many lifetimes have you lived? Because now I'm curious. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Okay. Um, I'm genuinely grateful for our awesomes of the Awesome Today crowd who also have been tracking on this journey with us. Yeah, yeah. It's been so powerful to get to have somebody. Kyla and I are both the kind of people, I think, maybe it's our teaching backgrounds, personality type, whatever, that when we're discovering things, we love to share it with people. And you guys have been so gracious to track with us on this. And then that's a combination of wanting to share anything good that we found, but as well, it's, it's helpful to hear and see responses from people to know Uh one, do I need to enunciate this differently? And two, have I lost my marbles? Right. Is this really a thing? Yeah. I think it is. Do you think it is? Mm -hmm. And kind of that approach. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So that. Okay. Well, okay, Meg. Yes. Do you know, do you have any idea what famous witch you might be? I, I am hoping and praying that I will turn up as one of the famous witches from the Salem Witch Trials. Yes. Indeed. What a great choice. I also, you know, in the Potter universe, uh, Lady... Uh, Lady... Um, Lady and the Tramp? Yes. They're they're witches and wizards, right? Are they uh, all wizards? Witches and warlocks or wizards? I don't know. I mean... No, that's not right. It used to be the case that a, a man witch was a... <laughs> wizard. Was a sandwich, was a wizard or a warlock or something. There used to be some gender specificity Am I crazy? There. Well, yes, but what are you talking about? I don't know. Cut that part. You don't want to be a man? Edit this, it out. If, you'll, if it will make you feel at peace, everyone's classified as a female witch <laughs> in this. As was I, which I'll share mine afterwards. Anybody who wants to participate in this on their own and talk about it in the group later, this is at BuzzFeed. The title is Everyone's Personality Matches One Famous Wish. Dash. Pick some candy to find out who you are. All right. Here we go. Okay. So number one. You are going to pick chocolate, and your choices are Snickers, Twix, M&M's, or Almond Joy. Snickers. Surprises me. I thought you'd be a Twix lady. Mm, They're fine, but but given the two, the choice, I'm going to get the Snickers. Okay. Pick a hard candy, your choices. Lifesavers, Werther's Hard Candy, Warheads, or Jolly Ranchers. Now, categorically, I hate hard candy, but given these choices, I'm going to go with Werther's Hard Candy. This is scary. We might end up being the same witch. Uh Uh-oh. Now, (laughs) to a seasonal candy. This is where we'll differ. 
Your choices of seasonal candy are candy corn, peeps, candy hearts, or chocolate Easter bunny. I feel like we're on the newlywed game. You know what I'm going to pick out of yes. this category, and it's peeps. Peeps, peeps, cheeps, all of the eeps. I could eat a whole package of peeps right now by myself. This one I'm not sure on, so I'll mm. be interested to hear. Mm -hmm. Now we are to pick a movie theater candy. Yep. Choices, Skittles, Starbursts, Swedish Fish, or Lemonheads. Swedish Fish, every time, one of my favorite candies of all time. Okay. And the last one, you are to pick a gummy candy. What, Haribo? Yeah, those are like just gummy bears. Never even heard of it. So there's Haribo, I've heard of gummy bears. Sour Patch Kids, Lifesaver Gummies, or Sour Gummy Worms. I'm going to tell you the truth about this. When I was younger, I would have picked Sour Patch Kids. Unfortunately, as I've gotten older, when I eat Sour Patch Kids, they scratch up the roof of my mouth. Yeah. I guess when you get old, you, that skin starts to deteriorate, yes. and it's not as hearty as it used to be. So I'm going to pick the Haribo. Okay. The yeah, we'll be different. Okay. <gasps> oh my! I did it! I gosh. won the quiz. You did win I the quiz. It. <laughs> you are. You have. I'll read the description first. You have a multi-layered personality. You're clever, intelligent, but ready to defend those you love. Despite being bossy at times, you have a very sweet and vulnerable side. Everyone wants to stay on your good side. You are Hermione, Hermione Granger. Granger. Before I started the quiz, what I didn't get to get out of my mouth, but I was thinking in my mind was, I just want to be part of the Potter universe. And gotcha. then I got Hermione. This gotcha. is the best day of my life. Well, we'll finish with a big don't letdown tell, then as we talk about mine. Don't tell the children about this in their oh. birthdays. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I went through and based on my selections, I am Marnie Piper, who I had never heard of before. This is the protagonist of the Halloween Town movie series, which I'd also never heard of before. I have not heard of that. The description, and you tell me if it's accurate or wrong. Headstrong, bubbly, and know how to have a good time. Always finding a way to work around the rules and save the day. I'm going to say, I'm going to scratch out bubbly. Okay. Although, there are moments when you can be downright bubbly, but it's not like basically. It's after I've you. had quite a bit of bubbly. <laughs> yes. But you are headstrong, and that's for damn sure. Yes. You do know how to have a good time. I like to think so. You do. You are definitely, you can find a way to work around the rules. Now, rules, it depends on the con the context. Rules are important to you. You like to know what the rules are, and yes. you like to decide if this is a rule worthy of being worked around. Well, it depends how you define work around. Okay. Work around from the perspective of breaking the rules. Yeah. I'm not that but work around in terms of work around within the rules yes. to get around the hurdle and obstacle yes. to exploit whatever is there to right within the rules be exploited yeah. absolutely yeah that is even how i play video games that's what i was actually thinking of yeah uh, that context more than real life application i have seen you do that many a time and save the day absolutely you save the day on the daily in the life of our family. If I could just find a, a wizard to affiliate with, <laughs> I don't know that I can pull off the witch's dress. <laughs> it feels like it'd be draftier than my Scottish kilt. Don't knock it till you tried it. 
I'm just still over here, like thrilled that I got her. You are. You don't even care about mine. You're in your own, <laughs> your own place. Okay, should we whirl? Whirl, oh, it is time to watch Read, Listen, Lifestyle. And I believe nearly all of these are yours because I'm in a little bit of a both sickness and drug-induced fog, and I've had a hard time putting good thoughts together. Yes, I will carry you on my back through Whirl, if that's what you're wondering. Please allow me to climb into the baby carrier that Nico <laughs> so amply fills. I would imagine it will be baggy with me in there compared to his girth. Watch. Okay, so speaking of getting to watch what I want to as I fall asleep on YouTube. Well, first of all, you know that I've gotten back into my ASMR channels, and it's a very specific ASMR, you guys. It is people getting haircuts. I don't know why. I find it so immensely relaxing and enjoyable. I fell asleep watching them last night. Yes, I came in to go to bed and that was on and I actually woke you up with my startled response of what the hell is this? Because it moved on from haircut to some kind of a weird, almost sensual face massage that was oh, going man, on. Oh man, I love a face massage. Yeah, I was like, what are, you, what are you doing? I was off the ASMR for a while. I don't know why, I can't explain it. I'm just following my heart and I'm back into the ASMR, but more on the normal path of what people like to watch on YouTube, I've gotten super into watching people, especially young women, like in their 20s, give apartment tours of the apartments they have in major cities. And it, it'll, like the title of these YouTube, and this is a whole thing, okay, on mm -hmm, YouTube, it's a mm -hmm. whole genre. It'll be like, what, you know, what $3,000 gets you for an apartment in Brooklyn or whatever. And... I stumbled across some of these because there's a channel that I love called um, Naisha C and she's a real estate agent in Brooklyn or Manhattan. And so I started watching her channel because I just like to see inside New York City apartments. Well, then YouTube was like, you like apartment tours? <laughs> we got some for you right here. So, so they got all 1920s <laughs> showman voices. Yes, exactly. They did. Nice. YouTube will do that in certain segments of the algorithm. Okay. <laughs> This is a side of YouTube I've not yet found. I am intrigued. Um, so it spread out from New York City proper into Brooklyn. Then they're like, what about L.A.? Do you want to see what people live in what apartments in L.A. look like? And I was like, sure. Got one this morning from Seoul, South Korea. Wow. A Danish girl. She's, again, early 20s, living in Seoul and has this cute Scandi Scandinavian-inspired um, apartment in Seoul. So anyway, I find these endlessly fascinating. I watch them simply because they make me happy. Yeah. Well, this must be a a bigger trend than you realize. One of, as I was skimming through BuzzFeed, one of the quizzes on there was for you to go in and select the interior decor that you preferred, and then it would tell you which city you needed to Hell yes. get a home in. I'm going to go take that quiz. So that was interesting. Then we're done. What's the, what's the show I've been watching? I keep forgetting the name. It's like The Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay, right? okay. And, and I know that's popular. I know a chunk of America is watching that. I, I reached an interesting point with it. Um, I think I'm done with it. And it's not because it's bad. It's actually, I think it's very good, actually. Um, this is, I'm in a weird place about this. Okay. Um, I was, I was watching it last night. They're, 
I don't want to spoil it for anybody. They kind of change format of what the first few episodes had been, and they begin exploring some things intellectually different. Okay. Um, and I think ultimately what it is is that, at least as of late, when I've gone to bed to watch a show or two and go to sleep, that I've not wanted to work okay. at all. And I feel like it required more of the viewer than I had to give. That makes so sense. I'm just You're sick. You're not in the mood. I'm not interested right now. It. So, yeah, it's a good show. Enjoy it if you're enjoying it. And if you're not, don't feel guilty. Confession. I read a whole bunch of spoilers on that show because I could not figure out. And the mm -hmm. limited parts that I'd watch, I could not figure out what was going on. So I know the whole thing now. So we can talk later about well, it. Well, and I, I, I absolutely we will. I think I did... It took me a minute. I figured out what was happening, and that's when I made the decision. I, I don't have the intellectual capital to spare right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It does, I mean, if you are in the mood for it, it is, I, I thought it was just like a jump scare horror show, but right, there no, is no. a lot going on with yes. the writing and the plot lines yeah, and stuff. I, I, so. do, I, I do believe it's brilliantly written, and if mm -hmm. I were watching it at a different time of day or just simply had more energy mm -hmm. right now, I, I probably would power yeah. watch it, and who knows... I hope I haven't ruined it for the future for myself if I decide later that I'm I'm ready. What a conflict, uh -huh. right? What a first world problem. Uh-huh. Reading. I can't remember if I said this or not. I had a bunch of credits saved up on Book of the Month, so I got three books this month. That feels, uh, what's the word? Are you, are you whisker playing? You're, you're touching your face like the lady was getting the face massage on the creepy... ASMR show last okay. night. I got some books. I got uh, Alice Hoffman. Okay, so this is a pretty classic book. Um, it's called Practical mm -hmm. Magic by Alice Hoffman. Okay. That was one of the offerings because the, one of the other choices, like one of the main choices for this month is the prequel to Practical Magic. But then Impractical in the Magic? Dispractical Magic? <laughs> what? They wrote it? <laughs> Dispractical <laughs> Anyway, since I had so many credits saved up and they had in the other things you can add to your box, they had Practical Magic. I've never read it. And so I grabbed that. Is it like a Hermione Granger starter kit? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to start reading it. It's hard for me to read. English? <laughs> Shut up. I have a degree in English. Okay. Remember? Somebody's sensitive. It's hard for me to read tangible books now. I'm so mm -hmm. Kindle spoiled that when you, when you swipe your finger, the page doesn't turn cleanly. <laughs> yes. So or you try to, to swipe up effort. instead, and yeah. it rips a page out of the book. <laughs> yes, I keep destroying my books because okay. I forgot how books work. No, I I want to start this. I just it's it's an effort because you're like I gotta find my book instead of it just being right there at your mm -hmm. fingertips. Anyway, Practical Magic. I'm gonna read it. I'm looking forward to it. Listening-wise, I've continued on in this Princess Diana series. On you didn't the... even give a damn if I had something I was reading? Oh, I'm sorry. It's too late now. No one will ever know. Do you have something to share? No. Okay. You're quite disenfranchised at this point. I am. <laughs> I'm almost disfigured. <laughs> I've continued in the Princess Diana series on the podcast You're Wrong About. Mm-hmm. And I love what they're the doing. The specific one that I'm wrong about? <laughs> yes, that one. 
Um, in this, I'm in the second episode where it is talking about um, the wedding and the early marriage years of Princess Diana and Prince Charles. And one of the hosts did a very fascinating way to set up the sort of context of this episode where he said to his co-host, like he told the story of Diana and Charles's engagement, wedding, honeymoon, early years through Diana's iconic outfits. Ah, uh, Yes. So this has been a real interactive experience for me because as he describes each outfit, I've been given it a goog so I can see the outfit he's talking about. Many of them I remember, of course, because people of a certain age will remember Diana's mm -hmm. iconic outfits being featured in the press and whatever. But it's really deep into the experience to have that visual. Right. What, a, what an immersive way to experience the material and prevent yourself from being disassociated with what's being talked about. You did it. I did it again. That was really, Can't stop me. It was <laughs> it was well done. <clears throat> it fits, so I'm not gonna get angry about it. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, it's a great series and I have continued to enjoy it. Cool. I, I will go back. I'm not gonna tell you what I'm reading. But I will tell you, and not for the reason that you so harshly so cruelly cut me off since i bulldozed over you you were so just yeah oh, so disrespectful dis and disloyal and disloyal i'm actually reading two books uh in conjunction with each other because oddly though the two are not related they feel very related in their messaging it's something it's probably why i have no intellectual strength at the end of the day as well because they're both very deep very intellectual books and it takes me a lot of work and reps to get through that stuff. I'm not a read it once, get it kind of guy. Mm -hmm. um, perhaps that'll be stuff I'll talk about eventually. That And I brought that up because that has, I've, I've listened to a small amount of material by one of the authors in conjunction, but really my listening has been trimmed way down because of that. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. And that leads us to lifestyle lifestyle you put in the notes meg shoes meg shoes is that like house shoes well it's whatever shoes meg is wearing wherever she may be well upon your advice mm -hmm. i have purchased for myself and i'm wearing at this very moment my very first pair of adidas sneakers i've never owned a pair of adidas before but i knew as we were restructuring trimming back, minimalizing down to basics, our wardrobe, mm -hmm. I knew I needed a pair of sneakers and I wanted to get white. And so you and We're I... We're taking on a new endeavor in life that requires a lot of sneaking. <laughs> and you can't sneak if you're not in a good sneaking style exactly. shoe. Exactly. I've got to sneak up on my kids while they're doing their school to make sure they're actually That's doing right. school and not watching YouTube. Sneak up and you slap them on the back of the neck. <laughs> That's how you do it when you homeschool. Um, anyway, you pointed me in the direction of Adidas. I was going to get some Keds, but you were like, maybe look through the variety. There's so many kinds of Adidas. Yes, but specifically, mm -hmm. I am an absolute fanboy of originals. Adidas originals. Nike has a few. Converse, of course, the canvas, con high, high top, all that. Those... Those were epic for a reason. Mm -hmm. And of all the brands that I've found, perhaps I've overlooked something. Adidas seems to have done the most magnificent job 
over time of one just creating epic shoes, uh, but then they have maintained this original line mm -hmm. of which there are a handful of models, the Stan Smith's, the Campus shoe, on and on. And yeah, and that's that's where I wanted to nudge you towards as well to say, hey, Canvas shoes are great, but have you ever owned a good white leather shoe? Right. Yes. And, and I'm tickled that you're tickled. I am tickled. I am wearing them for the very first time today. I love them. They're comfortable. Mm -hmm. They are... They look schnazzy. They do. They do. They're white with a tiny bit of gold accent and they're real nice. So thank you for that recommendation. My pleasure. Also, on that note, I was also given freedom to have some influence on the twins' clothing. Oh, yes. And we went with, it's not a name brand. They outgrow stuff so fastly we do a little bit more of a, of a price-centric search for them. But it's a, a replica of the Canvas Converse high top, the, the Chucks. Mm -hmm. And they didn't, we didn't tell them they were getting them any of that. They arrived, they saw them, they both immediately fell in love. I think they wore them around the house for three days, almost sleeping in them, mm -hmm. um, which again speaks to the strength of those classic styles. Yes, they love them. They're obsessed with them. We're working on learning how to tie our shoes. Yes, and it's time. It's time. What else? Anything else that you can think of? That's it for me. Okay. Well, I suppose then everyone should, by all means, figure out how to get some branded candy in your life. Or brandied fruit. It's, what about it's brandy candied. Or candy too? It's candied. Yes. We had. I said that we had uh, candied chocolate dipped candied cherries the yes. other day mm, as mm. a little dessert treat. And that was yes. delightful as well. Delightful. Uh, but yes, get you figure out how to get some brandied fruit in your life. I feel like that would improve the world. It might even create an outcome to the upcoming election where there's a third party no one knew about that takes over and actually presides right. responsibly, doesn't leave the country worse than how they found it, which might be the first time that's happened in history. Get on that brandy fruit, everybody. Come on, brandy. <laughs> and maybe, yeah, never mind. I could carry this on for I hours. I know you could. I'm not discouraged by the time constraints that Meg <laughs> likes to put on the show. So then, anyway, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Discouraged, disillusioned, disheveled, disenfranchised, distilled, discombobulated, disingenuous, disconnected, disagreeing, disemboweled, disassembled, dishonest, discouraged, dislodged, and the list goes on. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.